0: bear nation how we doing this is your host rob napoli and you are tuning in to another episode of the bear necessities podcast a podcast where we sit down with entrepreneurs ecosystem partners and innovation folks to talk about what it takes to launch create and scale businesses across the world bear nation how we doing this is your host rob napoli and i'm excited uh we Last week, you heard the first part of the podcast recording with Ronel Richards. Ronel is my guy. And when we started on the podcast, we just vibed out on so many different things. We wanted to break it up into two parts. The first one is really about what he's doing with business in Bourbon, um, his entrepreneurial journeys and the lessons he learned. In the second half of this podcast, we really got into what it means to walk your talk. and There's so many people out there today talk, 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 Advise this, advice that, um, you know, here's my best tips for this. And not many times do you see people that are that are actually doing it, that are putting it out there, they're putting on display what it means through action. And Ronald right now, and I get into that. And I decided let's break it up into two parts. First one about business and bourbon and the entrepreneur journey. And the second part really about what it means to walk your talk in this world of entrepreneurship. I had an absolute blast recording this episode. I hope uh, you enjoy it. Now let's get into the show with now. Pick up um, for part two. Very nice. Appreciate you. Stay well. I was just got kind of back from a vacation in Mexico, and like everything, tip was in cash, and so I had to bring a lot of like small bills, which is hard for me. <laughs> like, I had to go yeah. get change, like and thinking about that, and like you kind of realize over time, it's like when you see it go away, it was like a kind of re- like that that relearning that when you see things go away you pay attention to it more. And it was, it's funny because I was thinking like that in terms of business, you know, when we talk about the service and, and these things we don't realize how much we're getting pulled in different directions and how much we're, yeah. we're losing uh, from ourselves. And we need to remember to bring that back. And, and there's been a couple of posts that you've posted. I and mean, when we started the show off about your, you know, the NBA jams in the corner about you needing that little break, that little mental health. So, you know, for somebody like you, who's running multiple businesses, you're speaking, you're an author, all the stuff with the book. What do you do to kind of have that, those, those mental breaks and the the mental health? Because you're, you're, you're grinding a lot. I know that, but you're not like hustle culture, you know, whatever, but you you know how to kind of manage. So how do you, what does Ronell do to make sure that you take care of you um, and manage your own mental health while being an entrepreneur and running multiple businesses?
1: Well, thank you for appreciating that. I'm not like the hustle culture guy because um, I try to share this uh, this the, the realities of the journey, the realities of the impact of the work, and all that stuff. You know, it's not it's not all pretty. Um, so, but even when I'm sharing that, even when I'm sharing that, I'm intentional, Rob, because I see I peep game out there, and there's a lot of people that are that share shit for for likes. It's like it is. Um, convenient vulnerability with no lesson. It's just, it's all, it's the same superficial shit. Like, Oh man, this is rough. What was me? Oh, instead, you know, what I like to do is, Hey, if I'm sharing something in a moment, listen, this is what I'm dealing with. This is how the challenge is. I want to educate people through that. I want to educate. I want to tell them either what it is that I'm doing or what it is that I think I want to do or should do. Or um, so anyway, to your, your question. What do I do? You know, I've been a fitness guy my whole life. Like that's just my whole adult life. I'm I'm a minimum five days, but you know, five, six days too too often was used to be seven days a week in, in the gym, right? Um so I think that an having an attention on your physical health matters. Like, dude, I'm f I'm forty six and I have no I have no medications. <laughs> And, you know, like my peers not common. have, <laughs> not have anymore. yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying that to knock anyone, just just a reality of the lifestyle. Like if I wasn't fighting against it with that sort of approach to my physical fitness, I would be right there too. I'd have blood pressure medicine and, you know, and probably cholesterol medicine and everything, but I've been fighting against it for, you know, Twenty years.
0: It's it's easy to make excuses, and the last thing that you do, especially as a entrepreneur, is take care of yourself, right?
1: Yeah, and you know, so so that's one of the things that I've that I've that I've it's always been a constant for me. Now, the mental health component has been something that uh, I've just had to learn and just get better and and give myself grace and and for and forgiveness when I need it, right? Like so um because that's something that's harder for me as it's harder for other people to get back to it's like when we are feeling moments of stress anxiety or low mental acuity now we go to it right okay let me i got to meditate i got to but really just like the physical training that has to be part of the practice like all the time to prevent you from having those moments of you know high stress anxiety or or low mental acuity like we're doing the things um doing that as part of our regular routine that's how we train our mind to be able to handle those things so like that has been a constant thing for me i've been a, pra- a, a practitioner of meditation for over a decade i've been i'm i'm into you know massage and everything for probably 15 years um and there are times i get away from it um and you know, the advice I would give people is just when you do, just don't beat yourself up. Just start it again. Cause what happens is we beat ourselves up, we're like, oh man, God. Just recognize, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm feeling this kind of way. This stuff, this is real. Okay, let me do something to, to kinda to to take action and then just kind of build that routine again. So uh I think overall, Rob, it's, it's really about being honest and, and real with yourself about these things that come with this lifestyle. Um, and then, you know, doing your best to be intentional. Oh, supplements too. I'm a, I, I have a regular supplement routine. Um, so like, uh, immunity is, is big. <laughs> it's big. It's big because if you're sick, you can't, and I'm a baby when I'm sick. So if I'm sick, <laughs> I can't. Me too.
0: My wife, my wife <laughs> woke She shouts out from the rooftop. She's like, you are, you never get sick often. And you are like a machine with everything else. But when you do get sick, you are, you turn into the biggest <laughs> baby in the world. I'm like, yeah. But
1: that's, hey, but that's okay. Cause like that go when you're sick, like go cocoon and get through it and cut it all off. But like, I try to not be sick. So like, um, uh, so I think supplements and not anything like crazy guys It's not like, the, I don't, I don't listen to Joe Rogan podcast, so it's not for any reason. I don't care for him or not care for him. I just don't, but uh, I'm not going to be going through all, all the experimental supplements. I don't got all that, but I make sure that I got multivitamins, omega threes, um, um, vitamin D, uh, you know, stuff like that, just to make sure that. Uh, And and mental acuity. So to make sure that my brain is functioning at the highest level that it can function and that I'm staying healthy.
0: So you mentioned something I really, really appreciated um, that everyone kind of needs to hear. And I talk about, you know, you have to be selfish to be selfless, right? And the cup runneth over. And, you know, filling up your cup can also mean like your mental breaks. It could be playing NBA jams. It could be, going to the gym. It could be doing those things. And the point you made that I loved and everyone needs to hear, and we really need to highlight and take a second to to share this is that if you fall off the wagon, it's okay. Start back up again. Like we beat ourselves up because, you know, we set these goals beginning of the year that we're going to lose 20 pounds and we do everything in a future tense, right? Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to lose 60 pounds by the end of the year. Break it up. Like, understand that you're going to fall off. Life is fucking hard. Give yourself the grace to be like, you know what? I got away from meditating. I got away from going to the gym. I put on 10 pounds. Let's get back on it. Let's yep. reframe, refocus, and start over. Like, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't mean you have to like, oh, Well, now I'm just going to like, let it fall off. Like, it's okay for you to fall off and then come back to it. And sometimes yep. you need that. Sometimes you need that step away to come yes. back. But it's really important out there. And this is kind of, you know, we didn't really get into this topic as much, but dispelling there's so many myths of entrepreneurship, We actually like this whole podcast has been about this, is that it's easy to look at everything and see everyone's success and feel like it's overnight success. It's overnight this, it's blah, blah, blah. When in reality, it's not linear. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, it takes lessons learned. And when you are out there doing things, understand that it's okay, you're going to mess up. I think in this world today, everyone has to be perfect because ever, there's answers everywhere, and, and people don't do stuff because if it's not perfect, they're not going to put it out. Sometimes good is better than great, right? Get it out and learn and iterate, and just understanding that it's okay for you to go at your own pace. Like the success that you're having now, you know that's the time that was meant for you for the lessons you learn, right? Like I hope to have. Some of the successes you do, I still have time. Like I, I, I have, I, you know, people look at me and say, yeah, you've been successful. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't been successful here. Like success happens when you're ready for it. Right. Success happens on your own terms. Right. You know, play by your playbook. Right. I think, um, Oh, somebody posted about this other day. I want to make sure I reference it because I thought it was really good. Um, and it was like, stop trying to live on somebody else's page 22 when you're on your page. I think Morgan Ingram actually posted this, um, which I thought was a really good analogy because I've said it different ways, but I really liked it. That everyone has their own playbook to what their success looks like. And you might be on page 25. I might be on page 18. Somebody might be on page one. Don't try to go from page one to 18 without going to, you know, writing page two, writing page three, writing page four. And be okay with your journey because your journey yep. is unique because it's yours. Be okay with that. And, and you brought that up, and I want to highlight that because I think that's so important. We forget to give ourselves grace, to to oh, take yeah. care of ourselves, and get back on. It's okay to fail and come back to it.
1: Anyone that's driven, you're your hardest critic, right? And you're the harder on yourself than any than other people are, right? We've heard that since we were little kids, and that was somehow like good. Is this badge on well? No, you can't, people, other people can't ever be harder on me than I can be on myself, right? How many of us have said that to ourselves or felt that? Well, you need to be less hard on yourself. Like it's okay. Give yourself some grace. You know, I know you wanted to touch on a myth, and I got a whopper for you. You ready for this? Here's the myth. Entrepreneurship is the path to wealth and riches. There's your myth. Sorry, folks. It isn't. I'm an entrepreneur. I went down this path because I wanted freedom. Freedom is the freedom is success. The ability to be able to, to, to go to your kids baseball games or to, um, you know, take time off to be with your fam, go down to Mexico and chill with your, with your, your little brother and officiate his wedding. Um, like that's, that's what, that's what the goal is. That's what success is. If you think that this is the path to, wealth, are there that small percentage that get wealthy? Yes. But the vast majority do not. Um, if you, the path to wealth, you want to be, you want to be rich, you want to be wealthy, get a job. Like for real, get a job and be smart with your money.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like
1: you, multiple the, streams of
0: income, diversify and invest it. Like there's proven, like it, it, the thing is, is that people don't, want to do it they want to look for a quick fix and they think entrepreneurship and being a business it's owner a quick, is the quick fix when it's not entrepreneurship is i sometimes think it's harder than having a job it's harder uh, sometimes
1: than- heck yeah heck yeah like i mean uh, the, the the risk the amount of hours that you put into it like rob if you were to look at your income last year Um, And I looked at my income last year. um, We probably make like, I don't know, $5 an hour. I don't know something. I don't just because of how much time, mental energy and everything that gets put into what it is that that we do. Um, Shit, you can go get you a job in corporate, make your money, be smart with it. um, Be smart with some with some money on the side, you know, doing some, some little side investments, whatever. So like, that's the myth. If you want to be if your goal is just, Hey, I just want to be, I want to make a lot of, I want to make good money. Okay, cool. Um, I got family members that have done very well. I got friends that have done very well and they're sitting in their fifties and sixties and mad, comfortable, mad, comfortable, tons of money in the bank. And you know what? They're not entrepreneurs. I mean, this, this lifestyle, it's boom or bust. I've seen a lot of money, guys. I've seen a lot of money. Come and go.
0: (laughs) And, you know, you've seen a lot of people come and go, right? People yeah. who, especially, you know, we saw the rise of the consultant during the pandemic. And you see all these people like, oh, I am going to go off on my own. And I want to make all this money. and do all these things. and a be my own business owner. I'm excited. And, you know, three, four, five months in, they're like, oh, proud to accept. Now I'm going back into a new role, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like no. people, when they come out and they realize that you don't just do the, the way I like to explain this, right, is when you kind of work in a job, you know what you're going to do and you may love that job. 60, 70, 80% of the day to day you may love it, right? And If people who are lucky love like 90%, they have to do 10% of things they don't like like sit in a meeting or be a part of a committee or do this or do that. But for the most part they generally love the job. In entrepreneurship to do what we to do the things that we love to do, there is like 60 to 70% of work that we don't want to do of running a business and all these things to do the five to 40% of stuff that we actually love to do every day. Yeah. And people don't realize that when you become an entrepreneur, it's not like you're doing the thing you love all the time because you have to chase down money. You have to put together proposals. You have to do all these things. The things you don't love to do is that you can do the five hours a week of the things you love or the 10 hours a week, of the things you love or the 20 hours. And so until you get into it, you don't realize it. And it's something that you have to yeah. understand with eyes wide open that you do this for a hundred other reasons than than make a lot of money. I mean, you can, if you get lucky and the right things happen, you can make really good money, but well, it's a different
1: and, path and Rob, road. Even, th- even the goal of what I view entrepreneurial success really is like, is like that to me, it's freedom. Like that's what it's about. Even that is not for everyone. It is not. Cause you know, I just told you guys about the positive side of freedom. Oh, you know, get to go down to Mexico whenever I when I want to go. I want to go. Here's the, here's the, the downside of freedom is that y- you also have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Think about that. The, the upside is you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. The downside is you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do, right? Like it's all, it's all on you. It's on you, bro. So like, you know, at the end of the day, if that call doesn't get made, it's on you. Do you have the discipline? Do you, are, do you have the discipline? Do you have the consistency? Are you willing to to, to uh, put the structure in place and hold yourself to a structure? It's one thing when you're in an environment where they provide the structure for you and the framework and say, okay, boom, this is what you do. And you people thrive in that. What if you have none? You have no framework. You have no structure. That's all on you. Most people are not built for that. And that's okay. So I, before you start walk, decide you want to start to walk in these shoes, you got to really think about, okay, who am I? And what I tell people, like, listen, there's not one way, there's not one way to entrepreneurial success. And I think the vast majority, like with a huge number, like maybe 90%, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe 90% of the people that get into entrepreneurship should not be in in entrepreneurship in the way that Rob and I am. You should be like, hey, I have a job and then I have a thing that I do on the side. And that's cool. Cause that thing that you do on the side can be building some great money and build some, and really, um, supplement your lifestyle and, and help create a great life for you and your family. But like this all in thing, it is, it is for very few people.
0: A hundred percent. And it's something so, it's something that I see all the time and talk to people about, like, you know, there are people that I talk to that have side hustles. It's like that's an awesome side hustle. Like that does a thing. Like, well, I want to make it your thing. It's like, well, if you want to make it your thing, you got to go jump all in. Well, no, I'm going to wait till it gets big enough, and then I'm going to make the switch. It's like then you're not all in. Like that defeats the purpose. Like you have to you got to take that jump. And and I think that's something that it's okay. It's okay. This is yes. the way. Like it, like everyone has goes back to everyone has their own path, and each journey is unique because it's yours. Like only. Ron L. Richards can walk Ryan L. Richards' path. I can walk a similar path, but I'm Rob, I'm walking Rob Napoli's, right? And it's not the same. It's never gonna be the same based on where we live, based on how we were raised, based on our background, based on all these different things. Your journey is going to be different than mine. We can walk the same, similar path. We're gonna have so many different experiences, different things happen, that it's it's a unique journey. And people out there need to stop trying to compete against everybody else and like benchmark here. So I want that. I'm going to go do that. Like live your own path. You can use those things to motivate you and do these things, but you got to live your own path. And it's,
1: yeah, no doubt.
0: This all in entrepreneurship thing is something people think they want until they get it and they do it. And they realize that it's harder than hell to do.
1: Yeah. Like, like the hundreds and thousands of people that are about to enter the consulting world this this year when they get laid off from their job, you know, oh, I'm a consultant. i be, big. and then as you said, like, they will be, they'll have a job in a month or two or three, <laughs> like they're, they're just doing it. Yeah. It just, and I guess part of, I'm not trying to knock anybody. Like it's not really about me being critical of people. It's about me really trying to help Educate people to what this lifestyle is really about, and to let them know that it's okay. Like, there's no, there is pride in doing things differently than this. Like, I think pushing back against that notion that you have heard or that narrative that you've heard and I've heard, where it's like people are almost ashamed to say, like, "Oh, I do this on the side," or "I do this." No, that's cool. Do that. Enjoy your that lucrative side hustle, man. It's not. You don't have to feel like, oh, I can. I I I am somehow less than because I have a lucrative side hustle and I'm not all the way in on that thing. No, you don't have to be all the way on it. You know, stop watching your Gary V 60 second clips and you know and and understand that it's okay. Gary is so dangerous, by the way. Like Gary V has so much like great like knowledge and things. He's been on this shit for a long ass time. The problem is is that on social people get a 60-second clip (laughs) of Gary Vee, and it's like, quit your job you know, uh, <laughs> fuck everything. Quit your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You kind of lose that. There's context. You might've said something for an hour before that, like educating me, but they, but I get it. That's part of the game. It's part of the hustle, but we're all like, we're, we all are just bombarded with that sort of marketing and hustle culture stuff and entrepreneur, what, what I call entrepreneur porn, which by the way, guys, another story, there's a failure um, entrepreneur porn, which I copyrighted three years ago because we've been using it forever. And then I almost got sued. So this is, <laughs> entre- this is, this is something you learn and you can put a lot of energy into something and then it, it you can, um, come to a point to where you have to let it go. So um, entrepreneur story. Entreprene- Thank you, Entrepreneur Media. You guys, they think they own everything entre- with the word entrepreneur. So like they're, they have, you know, big Madison Avenue law firms that are on retainer. And so they're like, they came to us and said to my attorneys and said, and they wanted to challenge it. And they wanted to potentially go to court and all this stuff. So I had to come to the decision. Well, all this money we've invested in it and everything, even though we created it um we got to let it go you know because apparently everything with entrepreneur in it um they own so thank you guys screw you guys whatever all right <laughs> that's well, a business lesson guys shit's going to
0: happen sometimes shit is going to happen and i think that, that 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 you kind of made a point that i think is really be be really understanding of is like the hustle culture and all this stuff and and Work life balance, and I think a lot of people out there talk a lot about work life balance and how they want it, whatever. And work life balance is whatever makes sense for you. If you're a sprinter, like I run in sprints, like I do things in sprints, so I hustle, stop, hustle, stop. My wife is more of a marathon, she works longer hours and then she takes longer breaks, right? Like, however, it works for you, make it work for you. Like, we still hustle, we still grind, we still do these things, but we don't, but we also know when. It's time for us to take that step and like go decompress, go to the gym, take a week off to go to Mexico. Like understand that you build those those balances in for you. Um, And yes, when you work in a structure at a job, they kind of do that for you, which is helpful. But if you're in this entrepreneurship game, doing these things, it's okay to hustle. But also know when you need to slow down, when do you need to take time for yourself, when to have those breaks. Work-life balance is whatever you want it to be, what works best for you your body and the way you work. Right. And, and I think that, you know, you are talking about the entrepreneur power and hustle culture, like that's it, like understand that yeah. whatever works best for you is going to be what you need to do.
1: Well, you know, don't get it twisted. Like, you know, you and I, we hustle, we grind. Um, I, I don't love the term hustle just because it, there's not a lot of substance to that. Right. Um, like think about it, like hustlers in the street and everything. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of service. It's, and there's not a lot of long-term that's not a long-term thinking type of term, right? Like, it's like, I'm just, I got to get it. Got to get it right now. got to get it. And that's not what, that's not what's going to fuel your success long-term, you know, which is, that's what we, that's what we care about. But I, when I push back against that, it's not that there aren't times for you to hustle and grind. Cause we do. Um, but it's really the romantic, the romanticizing of it that I push back against. Um, it's like, people think like their whole life should be like a YouTube football about to run on the field video. Right. Like, and so, so it's constant, like, Oh, get fired up. Oh, yeah. What they're not saying, think about football, you're a football player, you know, like, that that moment that you're about to get on the field and the coaches they're giving a the speech and yeah let's go we're gonna run through we're gonna kick their ass that's like point two percent of the time that you spend dedicated to being successful at football eighty five percent of it is training and practice and develop like this, not sexy stuff. So hustle culture is about like amplifying all the sexy stuff and not bringing attention to the not sexy stuff. That's really going to fuel your success.
0: hundred percent. I love that. So I think that's a great, great kind of transition point to the, to the last thing I want to talk about, which is what's behind you. If you're watching and what I have in my hand The shut the hell up and sell, um, you know, I remember we talked and I was like, man, you need to write a book. And you were like, I've been thinking about putting it off for a long time. Why now? Why did you feel now is the time? You know what? And what do you hope the impact of the book is going to be for those that they're listening? And why should they go pick this book up? Anyone listening is an entrepreneur or in sales or any part of your life. Why should they go pick up this book?
1: So this is called a callback. If you guys are in uh, the, the, the movie industry. This is a callback. I'm going to bring you back to how we started this whole conversation, this whole podcast on service, right? And serving your community, serving your audience and business. Um, that's why it was a new, another way for me to serve my, serve my community, serve my audience. Um, so the path to starting a book for or writing a book, the reason I didn't want to, one of the reasons I didn't want to write a book years ago is because who am I writing it for? Like, I felt like if I was wanting to build before I built this network and this community and this business, um, I wanted, I was thinking, okay, I've, I've got this, all of this stuff in my brain. I want to share with the world. Like I've got all this stuff and I want to do some consulting. I want to do all this stuff. So how do I get this out to the world? So what a lot of people do is they're like, okay, I'm gonna write a book. I said, nah, I'm, I'm going to do video content, I'm going to do podcasts. I'm going to, because I felt like these, these were better mediums for me to expose people to more of me, right? Like you can see my expressions, you can see how I communicate, you can see, and you can connect with me and relate to me um, in ways that you simply can't in a book, right? You can connect and relate and I'm real, I'm tangible. And so That's what I did start to build the community and the network. And then guess what? We built this global community and global network. And then I came to to the point of, okay, now it's time to write a book. Because I have the network. I have the, a lot of people, they start with the book first. They have, who are we writing it for? Like, you don't have a network. You don't have a community. You don't have, so like you end up just writing a book really for yourself. But I wrote the book because this is another way that I could serve the community. It was time. And what I learned through the process of writing the book is that, wow, this shit is powerful. Like I'm able to communicate. Now that I have an audience, you got to get an audience first. People that want to actually give a shit about what comes out of your mouth. Now that I have the audience, now I'm able to communicate with them in the long format that allows me to get really deep, Um, much deeper than video and podcast and, and really break down concepts. So what I learned through it is like, yo, I'm able to serve in a whole nother way and make bigger impact. You know, I I made impact, but now I can make impact in a bigger way. So like that's why I did it. That was the the process to it in terms of you know wh- why I decided to do it, when I decided to do it, time and why I thought the timing was right. And um and so far that's it's my what I what I had thought has proven to be correct. Like people are really vibing and people are digging it. Like dude, if I would have came out with a book Five five six years ago, like probably would have just been my mom and my family getting the book and and I probably have like a couple couple hundred boxes in my basement with books <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited he wrote it, and I loved it, and you know there's a lot of lessons for anyone in a stage, whether you're a seller or an entrepreneur, or somebody that is i think anyone that's really client facing there's some really great lessons in here on how to Really have conversations with people and how to be a service. Um, and my favorite chapter is chapter four, the gold watch. Um, I love that that story. I love the lessons from it because it, it's about so many things. There's there's multiple lessons depending on how you read it and like what you take away. Um, so I'm really excited, um, and I'll make sure to link the book in the show notes. So if you want to pick up a copy, please do. Um, right now, thanks so much for for, for giving me so much time. Uh, as you know, we started this podcast off. We can really chop it up. I wish we were in person, because if we were in person, good lord, who knows how long we would go. Um <laughs> and the type of content we'd be creating. Um and I feel like we'd have dapped it up at least 15 times on different points. Like I would like there's like my hands are like shaking because I want to like go through the screen like, yo, my guy, like totally like, you know, that's the shit that I miss. Um, but I appreciate you for for being a part of the the Bear, um, Bear Nation. Um, join the podcast and I'm really excited to you know, collaborate more in 2023. I'm excited for business and bourbon events. I'm excited for the continued success of your book and the impact that you continue to make. Um, so thank you for being somebody who is authentic and real and vulnerable and share those lessons and and your intentionality really always comes through. Um, and every time we talk, so I appreciate you for being a part of it, my guy.
1: Rob, it has been my pleasure. Uh, man, you name the time and place. I'm always there. So I, 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 uh, you're one of my guys. So anytime I can be of service, anytime I can be part of something that you're part of, dude, I'm there, not even a word. So thank you.
0: You bet my guy. So where can, where can the listeners find you? What's the best way to get in touch with you so they can learn more? Shout out your links, social website. What's the best place?
1: The first place I want to tell you guys to go is to businessandbourbon.live. Go to businessandbourbon.live, become part of the community. It's free. That is the way that, you know, we di- We distribute everything, like all of our information. You'll know when the events are, you know where I'm at, what's going on. You'll get, you know, tips and tricks and all that, that good stuff, the advice. And um, so I always want to direct people there first because, you know, while we have a a really strong so, uh, social media presence, I like to be able to communicate directly to the people that want to hear from me, um, without it being, without depending on social media platforms to distribute it. Um, so go there after that, you know, go check out, shut the hell where you can, um, grab a copy of the book. You can check out, um, the podcast featuring your boy, Rob, um, and, and that was a fire episode. As you guys can imagine, if you've enjoyed this, uh, you will also enjoy that. Um, so make sure you check that out. You can get links to that on our website. Um, and then last, but certainly like not least, you know, go to, go to LinkedIn, uh, go to LinkedIn, follow me, Ron Richards. I'm the only Ron L Richards on there. So, so even if you spell my name wrong, it probably will come up, hopefully.
0: And you can't miss it, my right? business of bourbon, it's, it's right there in the tagline. Um, I'll make sure to have all these links in the show notes. So all you have to do, click the show notes, check it out, follow my guy right now. Um, and he means that when, when he talks about service, like if you want to have a call, if you feel like he can be of value to you and you say, hey, Rob told me to call, he'll pick up the phone. It's not, it's not a some of those bullshit things, like just let me know and I'm happy to have a conversation with everyone and you know that they never get back to you, like my guy will. So right now, thank you so much for being a part of it today. I appreciate you. Can't wait to see you again in real life. Thank you so much, Bear Nation. Appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, stay well and rise up. Bear Nation, thanks for listening to the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review.